welcome everybody back to the takeover. Um, this is going to be our sixth episode that we've done this summer. And this on this episode, we basically we're going to go through a rehash of the opening for the MLB, the NBA, and talk about some of the new music that we've been listening to. Um, so I guess the first thing that we're going to talk about, the first segment that we have on the show for this week, uh, is the MLB's return. And I, I just want to, th- I've threw down a couple of topics here. Um, but the very first, the very first thing, the very first impression that I had from a couple of the first games was the incident with um, Dodgers pitcher Joe Kelly, and the and basically it's the entire his response to the entire Astros. But I just wanted to see what your take on this was. Yeah, man, it was it was pretty interesting. Uh, it's always good to get a little bit of drama in in sports, and yeah, this definitely <laughs> <laughs> this was definitely some good drama. I the funniest thing for me was like a tweet I saw where it's like Joe, Joe Kelly's punishment was greater than that of any of the cheaters on the Astros team. Right. One. I was like, right. Oh, come on. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I thought it was hilarious. You know, we, we don't get to see baseball is a, a sport that I don't feel like we get as much emotion as we do. Like as for example, as basketball, but to see his face at the crybaby face when he's walking back, um, to the dugout, I thought was excellent. Um, there are a couple other, like, color of other really famous, like, Instagram accounts that were doing, like, responses to this. Um, I know Barstool Sports did one, and they, they thought, they thought basically the same thing that I was thinking, how, how hilarious that was. But yeah, you, you make a good point that his punishment for eight games is greater than any of the cheaters. So I thought that was, uh, that was interesting too. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I don't know. I think you do need to grow up a little bit uh, as Joe Kelly like I mean some of the stuff you do it's like you're you're a professional this is your job like but also I mean hey some some drama is definitely needed uh, to keep yeah. things interesting so yeah it is what it is basically <laughs> and uh the this I guess the second the sub segment here um I, I wanted to get your opinion your thoughts on this but what what do you think? Do you think the MLB is actually proceeding in a safe manner? Do you think how they're they're going about the season, the return of the season? Do you think it's safe? Do you think they're they'll continue? It's really hard to say, man. I mean, I obviously not allowing fans at the games and stuff is is definitely the right move. But right. I don't know the fact yeah. that like I don't know, like the Mariners have had canceled games. I know other teams as well because the Cardinals, their players, yep. yeah, Cardinals are testing positive, like. I don't know, man. It's it's definitely it's it's hard to say, honestly, because I I really think that um, I don't know, like the NBA bubble is like the dream scenario, right? Which is obviously yeah. the, the MLB is not anything close to that. But I I think I, I guess it's just gonna kind of be how uh, like we're gonna have to judge after a, a little bit more time because this early, I would say one or two um, like teams with like closed games because of COVID is it bad and it's worth continuing the season? But if that number keeps going up, it, it might be worth looking into canceling it. But I, I'd say overall, it, it's still a good thing for me. What, yeah. what are you thinking, Grant? I, I was so excited, you know, when, when baseball first came back, like when was it last week, two weeks ago, very recently, um, I was so excited just to have it back. Like it was like the idea of having baseball back in the summer was really cool to me. But then, um, lo and behold, very soon we would realize, you know, kind of the grave reality. So, like, you know, the Mariners situation, or I think it was the Marlins, excuse me. I think it was the Marlins in Florida. But 
where they had like what was it 11 players that tested positive or 11 people in the organization mm-hmm. so i you know seeing that was like that was kind of when reality struck in for me that you know these teams are still traveling and so they're they're not really it, it's not like you said it's not the ideal bubble situation so i don't know uh i i like the idea of the mlb i don't know if it's going to continue and i think you know if they could try to find I don't, maybe Los Angeles would be a great city to do it because I know you have several organizations um, that have, you know, fields there. Um, but I don't know where the ideal bubble location would be if that would be, you know, the, how they would try to resolve this issue. So I, yeah. I don't know how, I don't know how the MLB can make this safer and still have a season, but those are my thoughts. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I agree. But yeah, I mean, I, I, we can both agree on the fact that, the NBA bubble now that's like the gold standard, dude. And right. I'm, I'm excited to talk more about that because, yeah, MLB is definitely, uh, yeah. I mean, baseball is great and all, but I, I think both of us are a little more basketball fans, so I think we've right. been following that a little bit closer. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, yeah, you transitioned us perfectly. Um, MLB right, right into the NBA. So, um, first impressions. What are your first impressions so far? Bubble life. I think it's been great, man. I mean. Obviously, some really cool content to come out of there. Some memes for sure. <laughs> one of, one of my favorites so far was the one I'm sure you saw it, but it was like the like Disney threw like a, a pool party with some DJs for like player entertainment, and the only person that went was Dwight Howard. <laughs> Did you see that? <laughs> that was that was some good content right there. But no, yeah. So I mean, that's been that's been great. But the games themselves, like. They, they've been, like, just as good quality, you know, as any regular season NBA game. Like, players are, like, I don't know, obviously there's um, different players that have been doing well and stuff. Like, I know De'Aaron Fox had, like, a beast game, um, like, yeah. a night or two ago and stuff like that. But, no, I, I think they've done a great job, and I'm thinking the standings are probably going to play out pretty similar to our predictions from right. our, our, our episode, you know, not too long ago. Yeah. I, I think I would, you know, if – if I had to change a couple of those predictions, I don't know. I might have put the Clippers now a little. I might have them edge out the Lakers, even really? though they're, they're missing two of their really important pieces. Um, but that that was just something I was thinking about because, you know, the Lakers. I I I guess I I still want them. To, I still think they could you know be that uh, representative from the West. But whoa, the Clippers looked good. Paul George is playing outstanding right mm-hmm. now. So. Um, we'll we'll have to see on that but yeah I think I think the bubble life I think it's good you mentioned the activities um, I saw guys were fishing that looks like <laughs> a whole lot of fun <laughs> I don't I, I would assume that they are probably starting to get pretty bored because um, they've been there for like teams have been some teams have been there I think since early June like, I think they had reported that the Raptors got there as soon as like June 5th or something wow. so, so guys have been yeah teams have been there um for a while so um i don't know we will we will have to see what they do with their spare time um but it's kind of like to me it's kind of like a gigantic aau tournament and <laughs> they really they really can't go outside of the aau tournament they just have to stay there so i guess that's how i would think about it but yeah it, pretty much no i think that is kind of cool too in a way because like the teams that are still in the bubble are obviously teams that are like playoff bound or potentially playoff bound. And like, they literally being in this environment, it's like no distractions. Like you can grind as hard as you want to, to like get to, you know, your team to the caliber you want to be at. And I I think that's cool because 
in certain ways, you know, this playoff series will really showcase like teams at their peak uh, in, right. term, in terms of like, you know, um, just like practice and stuff like that. Obviously, mentally, they, there might be a lot more strain because, you know, people are missing their families and significant others and stuff like that. Yeah. But in terms of like pure athleticism and stuff, I see no reason why this this year isn't like uh, any different than others, I guess, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. You had mentioned like earlier that you were, you know, the style of play and in the way the games have been, you know, recently. Um, I think actually I see like, I see guys are still in really great shape. Like Mm -hmm. um, LeBron James, of course, I knew he would be in great shape, but Carmel, Anthony, um, Jokic, like guys like that, like there were a lot of guys that like took this super seriously, took that time off seriously to get their body right before the return. And so I think that almost makes for even better basketball, you know, come now um, mm-hmm. because guys had a little time off. I know, like, I saw a couple clips of James Harden and his, like, his workout regimen that he was doing in the time off. And it was like, that dude, that dude didn't even stop. Like, it was basketball all the time, even though, you know, he had to be – basketball was taken away from him, right? So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. yeah. So that was something that I think moving forward, I think, you know, the games have been a little sketchy so far because I think – all the players, the teams, the organizations, they're trying to get back to, to what they used to be in March. And there's that three-month gap, three, four-month gap. I mean, of course, it's, it's going to feel weird, weird at first, right, getting back into action. But all in all, excellent. I think it was great. Yeah, no, I think so too, for sure. Uh, so, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, no, no, nothing. I was just, yeah, I was thinking we should just get into some of the actual games uh, that have yeah. been going on. So far. Absolutely. Um, did you watch you watch opening night with the Lakers and uh, Lakers Clippers? Yeah, that game was crazy, dude. Yeah, it was an excellent game. Um, you know, really, Anthony Davis came. Anthony Davis played excellent, and then the Clippers. A lot of guys on that team. The Clippers really showed that they were a great ex, like their team basketball. That's a great team. Mm-hmm. Um, but I told I already told you earlier who surprised me the most. Paul George played spectacular. So I, I you know, I'm looking forward to seeing him. He hit nine threes, I think, the other night, the, the game after the Lakers game. So, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing him a little bit more. And then, you know, the LeBron James game winner. Are you, uh, you excited with the LBJ game winner in the final seconds? Yes, sir. Dude, any, any game winner is always exciting. And when it's the, one of the potential goats, you know, it's, it's that much yeah. better for sure. Yeah. Um, what, do you, you, what are your thoughts on the, the Marcus Smart and uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo, like the kind of the scuffle, the charge block debate, they they're kind of going back and forth. What were your thoughts on that call? I I don't know, man. That one was a uh, that one was. I'm not quite sure how to feel about it, honestly. Yeah, I I don't know. What what do you think, Grant? I was good. Well, I mean, watching it live, I was like, I think I think Marcus Smart actually should have got the block, or actually should have been able been awarded the charge on Giannis, but. Um, I, I don't know. They, I saw that they were going back and forth in their responses to the media. So I just thought that was kind of interesting. And then there was also, you know, there, I think it might've been Marcus Smart himself who had said the reason he didn't get called the charge is so Giannis could stay in the game. And I thought, you know, I thought that would, that was a little bit interesting because that was, you know, it's a little political, you know, basketball mm-hmm. then became a little bit political from, you know, at least his point of view. So I, I thought that was interesting. Yeah, no, that, that's that's an interesting point for sure. And, and speaking of, you know, political stuff, obviously the NBA 
has been super supportive of Black Lives Matter and all that, yep. and, and everyone with their custom jerseys. You know, I I think that's yeah. been a that's been a cool touch for sure that people can, can personalize them based on like yeah. the causes they believe in. You know, I think that's really cool. And it, you know, it also too, it gives the players the opportunity to you know express that creativity and you know to really address the social issues. So I think, yeah, I think like you said, NBA did an excellent job on that. And really, really too, I should have mentioned this earlier, but I think all in all, like addressing the pandemic, addressing you know the social unrest, Adam Silver did an excellent job. Like the commissioner, actually, like, this is one of the times and one of the rare instances where I feel like commissioner of major sports league did an excellent job and he addressed everyone's you know viewpoints and tried to get a consensus for what they should do going forward yeah no i agree i mean i i definitely think adam silver um has done a good job as commissioner for sure especially recently um yeah but yeah no it's cool to see that they're like taking um taking all that stuff into account because i know like the, the classic examples like you know goodell um, recently with, uh, you know, he, like, apologized to, like, Colin Kaepernick or whatever and said the yeah. league had, like, messed up and whatever. And that's just crazy because, you know, um, yeah, I mean, back when, when Kaepernick was in the league, that was such a huge deal. And now um, after, you know, all these events, it turns out that, you know, they completely did a full 180 on their stance and it's just wild. But, yeah. but to touch on that, too, I know there was a player. I, I, I can't remember his name, unfortunately. I saw this on Reddit the other day, but he – had done a similar thing um, of like kneeling during the national anthem or not standing or something like that. And he got kicked out of the league um, like after that season. He, he And he like never came back. He like played in China a bit. And I, I think maybe he had like one more season in the NBA, but that it like ruined his career, you know, similar to oh, Kaepernick wow. kind of. So oh, wow. yeah, I think, I think people like use, you know, Kaepernick as the scapegoat maybe and like bash the yeah. NFL for that more, but the NBA kind of did a similar thing, you know? So it's, yeah. yeah, it's crazy, but it's. I'm glad that they've that they're doing a much better job now of addressing right that kind of stuff. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Um, James Harden. I wrote this next this next subtopic here. Um, like I mentioned previously, uh, James Harden trained basically the entire three four months, uh, and he came back. James Harden, the destroyer. Um, he's still here. <laughs> um, he didn't he didn't miss a beat. <laughs> yep, yep. No, he's he's looking like a beast for sure. And um. I guess the next next topic here, um, Zion back in limited action. So the Pelicans, if I'm still correct here, they played two games since the start of the the maybe they played three. I'm not sure. They played a few games, a couple or a few, um, and his his play has been pretty limited. Um, they haven't been mm-hmm. playing him the full you know, the minutes that they probably want. You know, 35, 40 minutes a game um, because he's dealt with some injuries. Um, I just I just wanted to see what your thoughts on this, if you were in like, you know, if you were in the Pelicans like front office or some of their coaches, would you try to want, would you want him to try to play maybe with the chances of improving your chances of getting to the playoffs or should you like hold out and wait till next year and have a fully healthy um, Zion? I say, I say run it, man. I I say go for playoffs. I mean, they're close already, obviously. And I think with, with the roster they have, it's, it's definitely, I mean, Zion's a huge part, obviously, but, I think you can do it without like, you know, giving him like crazy minutes or stuff too. Like, I think yeah. it's definitely doable. And yeah, I mean, also as a side note, I'm sure you saw, but 
JJ Redick has like never missed the playoffs. Like never, never. missed, yeah. So come on, this can't be the first year when you have Zion on your team. I mean, come yeah. on. <laughs> I do think you know losing both games, losing both. I mean, the one that the, when they played the Clippers, that was I think two nights ago, or maybe it was last night. It was last night. Um, it was it was a pretty rough, pretty rough outing for the Pelicans. Um, so I guess two losses right now for them. It, it looks very grim for them to try to make, make the playoffs. Um, but we will, we will see. I had read something though that, it, or no, I didn't read something. I saw this on uh, ESPN actually. They were talking about, you know, kind of really the, the behind the scenes of why the Pelicans were included in the first place, because uh-huh. they were talking about, you know, extending the bubble instead of 16 teams, they extended it to 22 and the, the I think the, I don't know who was leading the discussion, but they had mentioned that the main reason they, the NBA had decided to add six more teams was because of the viewership and the fans watching Zion Williamson. And I thought that was, I thought that was really, I thought that was really interesting. I, I don't know. Yeah. No, Having, but... you know, all that emphasis for the postseason on laying on the shoulders of one guy. I, was, I thought that was really cool. But... Yeah, no, I think that's, I think that's wild, but I mean, obviously that makes a ton of sense to me. I mean, people, you know, NBA is going to want to support, you know, the popular players and, and what people want to watch. I mean, that's just business, you know. So getting the right. Pelicans in there is definitely – yeah, I, and I think it's good for – I think it's good for everything as well. I mean, the Pelicans – obviously, the Clippers game was not a great showing. But otherwise, I mean, uh, the, you know, the other game, Brandon Ingram went off. And so yeah. it's like they're definitely – they can be competitive for sure. And if Zion right. gets, you know, more minutes too, obviously that will get even better for them. But, yeah. Right. All right. Uh, next topic here. Blazers, I, I titled it Blazers are dead serious and they are dead serious. Uh, McCollum, um, Mello, the whole, the whole squad, man, they're, they're playing, they're playing well. What are your thoughts? Yeah. Blazers, Blazers are looking good, man. I mean, Mello is looking really good too. Like I, obviously he was um, at points during the year before uh, COVID struck, but like, yeah, I mean, it's crazy seeing his performances now and the fact that he like couldn't find a team, you know, it's like, I, I get that it, he might is you know it's not the same role that he used to have where he's like the star, but like right. he's still putting up great numbers. He has really good efficiency too. I, I'm trying to remember. Uh, I think he was like seven for ten, something like that. It, it was yeah. He yeah, had a really I, good. I think game that was the recently. stat line. Yeah, he no, he you're right. He was super efficient the other night. Yeah. So no, the Blazers look good, man. And you know when it's Dame time and playoffs, you know you never know what can happen. Never know. Okay. Um, this one, this one, oh, I saw yeah, this one yeah. too. Yeah, I this one, I I just wanted to talk about um, <laughs> because obviously we talked on Lakers Clippers earlier and how yep. the Lakers barely won even though Clippers were understaffed. Uh, and one of the reasons they didn't have Lou Williams, I don't know the full story, man, really, but he was um yeah he was out at the strip club in Atlanta with uh with rapper Jack Harlow, which is uh you know very very interesting. He a lot of memes have come out of this. He I think he claimed he went for the food, right? I, I did see that. I did see that. I saw a picture of the the food that he was supposed to have eaten. And it, I mean it looked good. It looked, it looked good. It looked I'm gash, not gonna blame him. Yeah. It looked good. No, I mean I don't think a strip club is ever a place I want to go for food. <laughs> but the wings that they have at this place, Magic City in Atlanta did look absolutely incredible. So hey Maybe maybe that's the reason, maybe not. But 
I saw one tweet that just had me dying where it's like Lou didn't go for the Lou didn't go for the wigs. He went for the legs and the thighs. And I was like, raw. <laughs> dude, I um uh, I guess that the next question would be, was it worth you know, was the visit like I mean, I can't imagine leaving and like doing that to your teammates and having to deal with that coming back. Oh was yeah. It, you know, was it worth it? to leave and you know then face the punishment of the nba and having to quarantine then thereafter um, i mean i mean you'd have to ask lou i guess i would definitely say no i mean yeah I would, it's not I would worth it at all i agree i just uber eats the wings or something bro like that's <laughs> yeah but hey I, yeah. he needed some i don't know man maybe that's his his secret during the regular season he, he goes to the strip yeah. club before big games or something i don't know <laughs> maybe um and then this, you know, this everyone's taking notice now of the Raptors. Um, they beat the Lakers the other night, and then I, I saw the internet went absolutely nuts. I mean, when we say the Raptors, we basically we don't mean Toronto Raptors. We mean the Canada Raptors because <laughs> they, they just, their internet just, Twitter's ridiculous. They they claim okay, the Raptors last year. Congratulations to the champions. They won in 2019. But in all seriousness, they they beat a team that was struggling with a ton of injuries in the Warriors last year. So, yes, they won. Okay, congratulations as champions. But now they don't have Kawhi Leonard. So in the prove-it year, this year, they have to prove it. Um, I don't know if they're going to be able to sustain this great momentum going forward. But they are they are on a tear. So we'll have to see. What are your yeah. thoughts? Yeah, man. It's I, I'm not sure. I think – they will definitely be able to sustain. It's, it's just so crazy, though, because I'm sure you, uh, just like me and everyone else, thought the Raptors would be, like, still good, but a lot more, um, you know, middle of the pack, high middle of the pack without yeah. the star Kawhi. But they're mm. like, no, we, we don't need him. We are, <laughs> like, we are a true, you know, a true team. Like, uh, you know, we don't need that star. I mean, they do have, obviously, star, all-star caliber players, but it's yeah. like – yeah, I mean, it's it's really cool to see them still be so good, uh, even without, you know, Kawhi. It's, yeah. Yeah. All right, and last but not least, what are your thoughts? I think I think Microsoft is the virtual crowd, but what are your thoughts on the virtual crowds that they've been having at the games? I think it's a really cool feature, man, for sure. I, I like it a lot more than what the MLB is doing. Obviously, it's it's a different, <laughs> different area. Um, but, yeah, I mean, M- MLB is, like, some some people have like some teams have like cardboard fans or whatever. Some have nothing. Yeah. I think virtual is cool, especially when they get someone like you know. I know there was that Mavs game the other day where Dirk was there. I thought that was pretty sweet. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. I no, I think the virtual fans are. I think it's actually pretty cool. Um, and I think I think they have three hundred fans if I'm correct, and they only do it for the home team. So the home team gets to invite. I don't know how they do it. It might it might be like season ticket holders or somebody like that, like super elite fans, I guess. But yeah, I thought, I thought virtual fans, the way the NBA has done it is pretty cool. Yeah, um, most definitely. Yeah. No, I, yeah, I just think the NBA in general has done such a good job. And I know there was talks too about potentially needing another bubble for the 21 season. But if that is the case, like, I mean, at this point I'm, I'm like kind of all for it, dude. It seems like they found a great yeah. solution um, to get, you know, basketball back to the fans. So yeah, I love and it. I'm not going to complain too. I'm not going to complain that all the games now are just jammed together and we, we have like quadruple headers and we have like three games a day and it's like back to back to back. Like, of course, not all the games are televised on like on ESPN or ABC, but 
all in all, I'm super excited because now we have a bunch of sports basically jammed in, into like a short period of time rushing up for the, you know, the playoffs. So I don't yeah, know definitely. Great. Definitely. All right. Um, transitioning over, uh, doing a full uh, 180 here. We're going from uh, sports into our music topics. Um, we're we're going to like be all over the place, but at least we'll have one common theme, uh, basically new music. So uh, I guess we can start with uh, new albums here. Um, Pop Smoke, Shoot for the Stars, Aim for the Moon. Uh, what are your thoughts? Yeah, yeah. No, I, I thought this album was great. And, and just our listeners might be thinking, if you're listening right away, this isn't that new. This came out like a month ago or whatever. Uh, right. we, we had our little our little hiatus from the podcast, but we're back. And, and this album and a couple of others on the list that might be a little older, uh, yeah, they're definitely worth talking about. I think this album is really great. I, I think Pop Smoke would be super. I, I don't know how much of the music was done uh, before his death, but I think, um, you know, they just did a really good job with it. And I think he would be proud of the stuff on there. There are definitely some big bangers for sure. I'm, I'm actually... I I'm, I've become a lot bigger uh, of a Pop Smoke fan recently, um, but he just has some crazy tracks on here. Like, uh, obviously his ones. Um, I, I know we're gonna touch on this a little bit, but uh, the Woo is obviously crazy. Uh, that one's good. Um, also, yeah, yeah, I mean, just every and his feature game is really good too. Like, uh, yeah. I haven't actually listened to the Deluxe yet, which has you know all which has a lot more tracks and even more features too, but. Yeah. I think it's really cool um, that all these like other rappers, you know, support him through being on uh, his his record. But yeah, I really loved it. What do you think, Grant? Yeah, I think no, you nailed it on the head. I think the the features that they had were great. I know Quavo was great, Sway Lee was great. Um, I think you know too. I think the the guy who did that. So before the album was set to release, we, we had the whole like Virgil Abloh like. <laughs> issue and he was going to do the album cover and then i thought it was great how they responded you know the the guy who was the the i guess the project manager or his um his manager the name is steven victor steven victor had like said okay we we gave the wish or we gave the opportunity to virgil ablo but the fans would want something otherwise because the fans were irate you know they did not like it at all Dude, it was a bad cover i i got it yeah you know, like I, I don't know if you saw it, but someone did like no, a speed I saw, run. I saw it. It was, it was rough. The speed run of making the cover, and they literally made the same cover in like, it was like three minutes or something like that. So, they, Well, they took, um, I guess, Virgil Abloh that, this is, I guess, I don't know, this, I'm just supposing this, I'm just guessing here, but um, he, that he, he had taken like the most recent, like, just stock photo of pop smoke it was just like <laughs> the most as he basically just went to google and looked up pop smoke and that was the very first image that came up so I'm, I'm, of course at the time when he made the album cover but um i thought that was interesting but also too like the guy the produce it was produced heavily by 50 cent and it was organized and gathered um so i i, I thought 50 cent did a really good job and what a, what a great way to honor you know pop smoke yeah no i i agree too i mean Getting a fifty cent like feature and cosign is always crazy. And on on the woo, like I talked about, that little like rework of candy shop is is fire. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, no, I think yeah, I, I just I think it's a great album for sure. And unfortunately, here we have we have another um, really great artist that unfortunately passed away um, this year as well. Um, Juice World, um, Legends Never Die. What, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I'm I'm definitely a bigger Juice fan. 
and Pop Smoke. I mean, I I love Juice. Um, and yeah, his his music, yeah, is, is a very special place in my heart for sure. And and this album, I thought, is definitely a fitting um a fitting post mortem album for sure. And I know yeah. they're more in the pipeline. Like Juice is an artist that had so many unreleased tracks. Like he like literally every day on IG Live, he'd have a snippet from a new track and stuff. So I know we're getting more, but for the first one, yeah, I thought this was great, and you could tell that these are like tracks that that Juice had like fully finished. They're not just like yeah. you know snippets that they threw together and stuff. And yeah, we got we got some some bangers on here as well as some more you know soulful, sad tracks. It's it's sad for sure to like hear some of the ones where he talks about like drug addiction and stuff. And and now knowing um you know his his cause well, of death, yeah, and what stuff, happened? That yeah. It's definitely sad, but it yeah, I mean you have to appreciate just uh just the artistry from him for sure and, and yeah and, and interesting contrast to pop smoke's album for sure is um you know there aren't nearly as many features they're like three or four songs i think that have them and they're definitely impactful ones for sure but i yeah i just think it's it's cool how juice kind of like carries you know all of his own music like you juice is someone where it's like if he if you add him to a song he's going to enhance it and it's not always the case for, um, you know, a featured artist to enhance the song. So I think it's cool yeah. that that Juice um, on this album, you know, really carries it, I, you know, for sure. Yeah, I no, I, I agree. I think this album, I think, I don't know if it was his best, but I still think it was a great way. Um, you know, it was just gr- more great work. You know, it's it wasn't it wasn't garbage. Like I saw people who were saying like people had listened to it initially after it first came out and they didn't like it at all. Um, but after I listened to it, I, I still thought it was, I still think it's a good album. So um, I thought they, I thought he did a good job. Um, I know that you had mentioned how, how many unreleased songs that he has. And I know that to be true because like I, I've heard stories about how he would go in just to a studio and he would just freestyle everything. Mm-hmm. Like he wouldn't even write it down. So I, what a dude, what a talent, you know? Oh, for sure. Just a great, just a great artist. I think, you know, now, now that, you know, maybe he's passed away, maybe we can even appreciate him more um, because of, you know, because we're not going to get, you know, to any live performances or any, you know, anything such as like an IG live, like you mentioned, mm-hmm. but I think, you know, what a treasure, you know? Yeah, so. yeah definitely. No, I, I mean, and that's, that's the tragedy really of being an artist. There are so many times where their art and work isn't fully appreciated until after their death. But yeah, I think, I think juice, um, for sure left a huge impact on the scene and really kind of shaped yeah, the face of, of modern music. I, and, and, I mean, it, it, he was already huge, right? So oh, I yeah, think it's going to yeah. even grow. So yeah, definitely. Absolutely. And, and I wanted to say too, this it might be one of my favorite album covers like ever, honestly. Like it's yeah. such, it's such a good one, man. Like I don't know who the artist is, but yeah, it's such a great cover for sure. All right. The Kid Leroy, what you got? Yes, sir. So the kid Leroy, uh, I mean, he's on the come up for sure. Grant, have you listened to him at all? Do you know? Yeah, I have. Him? And actually, I don't know if you know this or not, but on his Spotify, he doesn't even have a bio yet. But I know, really? I know this, is his, this is his very, um, this is his debut album, right? So yeah. I know he's super, he's su- like, he's been featured on songs. And so his, his impact is already ridiculous. It's already off the charts. But yeah, go, go ahead. Yeah, that's that is really crazy because yeah, I mean he has 15 million on Spotify right now. Like yeah. he, he's not, he, he's only 16, I think he might be 17 now, but he's yeah a young Australian rapper or um, similar to Juice World. Rap might not be the best word, 
I don't want to say crooner because I don't think crooning is like really the best term. <laughs> but you know, he's one of those like kind of singer rap singers. I, there's a better term for it. I just can't think of. But yeah, he's yeah. I I'm definitely a big fan. I thought his album was really solid. My favorite track uh, is the one with Juice for sure, just because I'm a massive Juice fan. And, and this track came out before the album. But yeah, yeah. I think Lakin Leroy is is really talented. He he has some crazy hooks. I know he wrote all his own lyrics and stuff like that, which is also really impressive, especially for a young artist. And, and yeah, I think he's on the come up for sure. And he will be like, you know, one of the top artists if he continues, you know, within a couple of years. So, yeah, good for him, dude. I don't I can't remember exactly where I heard him first, but I want to say it might have even been alternative like Alt Nation on Sirius XM. But I think. They, they were talking about how he only, like, before this album, didn't he only have, like, like a handful of singles? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. So, I, I know how, like, th- really, in all actuality, he's probably one of the fastest grossing artists in the world right now, based on based on that. If you only have five singles before your first album, and you're already that, you're already on that big of a scale, um, he's, he's going to be super popular here very, very soon. Yeah, most definitely. All right. And then oh, we, no. got, <laughs> we got uh this is probably actually i don't know we'll, we'll see what your take is on on one of deluxe okay so one of my favorite rappers is gonna but um people people you know there's both sides people think he's kind of corny which yeah he probably does have some corny lyrics um but uh he released one of deluxe it was his updated version and it's got you no know, got more songs it actually has a quite a few songs i think he has like 26 yeah, it's a massive album dude yeah um so what are, what are your thoughts okay i i clown gonna a little bit i mean <laughs> I, I i do like him i just think some of it some of the stuff he does is yeah like i don't know even just like the cover for one and deluxe it's still <laughs> like bro like just why i i don't know man but i do i do like gonna for sure um he had, yeah he, he has bangers and some of the ones on the deluxe our gas like um uh, what is it cafeteria that song is yeah. crazy dude i i i'm a big um i'm a big fan of uh our boy don toliver so him having yeah. him on that is fire for sure but uh um, yeah. yeah i don't know i gonna and wanna it's it's solid i mean it's not something that i'm like <laughs> i i am gonna listen to this all the time but in, in the right spot like if i was at a party and someone put on some of these tracks i'd be like if someone put yes, on sir. 200 for lunch, it would be like... for lunch what does it mean what does it mean yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay um yeah all right uh logic retirement he announces retirement before his next his last album apparently this is his last album um no pressure what are, what are your thoughts on no pressure I really like it. I'm definitely a Logic fan. I I kind of got into him. I think it was around everybody. But yeah, he's like a great lyricist. He he kind of fell off pretty hard, uh, in my opinion, after um, after everybody. Like he had. Oh no, not true. He had he had a mixtape, Bobby Tarantino too, that was fire. But like his most recent project, uh, before the one he just dropped, uh, No Pressure. Confessions of a Dangerous Mind was absolute yeah. garbage, man. I don't know yeah. if you listen to it. Like, Logic, I love you. I doubt you're listening to this. But this album, it was just so, like, corny. And, like, yeah. it's so weird because Logic always preached, like, peace, love, and positivity. And, like, he was, like, you know, a real dude. Like, he talked about, like, a lot of real stuff. But this project, he was just flexing. And it was just so corny. Like, his song, Cocaine, 
I, I hope you haven't heard it because it's just terrible. But the hook is like cocaine, 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 Molly. And he's just like, he's like, he's, he's just like saying names of drugs. And I'm like, bro, what is this dude? Like, I, I don't know. So that album, I, I think, I think the fans probably forced him to do a little, forced him to do a little check of himself. Um, but yeah, his most recent project, No Pressure, I, I was a huge fan of for sure. It It's more similar to some of his older work, like his uh, yeah, mixtapes. Yeah, I would agree. And mm-hmm. like, um, obviously, Under Pressure, probably his most successful project. It's pretty similar to that, I'd say, in the style and production and whatever. But no, it's his lyricism's definitely back on track. And some of the songs in here are ones I had to like instantly add to my playlist. Like Soul Food yeah. 2 is crazy. Perfect is crazy. I, I got to mm-hmm. give it another listen for sure. But yeah, did you did you give it a listen, Grant? Would you? Yeah, think? I, yeah, I did. I have to I have to listen through it once more. Um, because whenever I, whenever I go through and listen through an album, it's like, wow, most of the songs sound similar when it's the same artist. And, you know, it's, he's doing a lot of the, I don't think he had many features, right. If I'm not mistaken. Right. So a lot of this was his, yeah, solo, yeah. his solo work. So the songs like for off the bat, they sound similar to me, but that's just, that's just how I am. Yep. Um, but yeah, I had, I had, like you said, I added some songs right to my uh, favorites. So, but yeah, I, I think, I think it was a little almost too soon like i can't believe he's retiring already it feels like just yesterday it's like oh man it's logic and then you know and then he was on the everybody tour and that i know how huge that was for him and then it's like holy cow he's he's already he says he's done so yeah i I mean he's he says he's done i am like positive that in a couple years he'll be back with another project like there's no you think way there'll be a resurgence his creative energy might be a little burnt out now but he will be back for sure and yeah. it's not like it's the last we're going to see of logic too because he just signed like a multi-year exclusive streaming deal with twitch i think it was like a seven figure one so like even if he's not like dropping a new project he's gonna be in our lives still so yeah no yeah definitely nice and then uh this is this is I mean this is kind of exiting the music realm. We're kind of getting into stuff that's on the far galaxy of music here, but it is completely relevant, of course. Um, Kanye Donda question mark um, is what I would call this um, <laughs> big so, question mark. Um, recently, so I mean we had, we a month ago you and I had said that holy cow like we could get new Kanye music. The album could be titled you know God's Country, God's Country. And then now the na- there's been a name change. Um, it was the na- Kanye apparently changed the name to Donda, and then I think he also, re- if I'm not, you know, if I'm correct here, he also released the cover art, right? Yeah, for the yep. album. And he's still. So, I checked yesterday; it's still on his Twitter. He hasn't deleted it yet, so I'm assuming, <laughs> I'm assuming it's still a thing for now. <laughs> yay! Um, that's yay. But the I guess July 24th he had he had said that he was going to drop um i guess 12 o'clock eastern time and he never did and kanye <laughs> classic fans, kanye, fans, kanye fans are just like yeah that's just how it that's just how it is man it's just but um i thought that was i thought that was just typical kanye and i'm like yeah i didn't get my hopes up either i didn't even stay up for the drop because i just knew it wouldn't happen but um i thought that was funny and then I, I wanted to get your thoughts on that, and then I also wanted to get your thoughts on Kanye for president. 
Yeah, so in terms of the album drop, we all knew if you're a Kanye fan, it was not going to happen. Like, <laughs> like if you remember how long people waited for Jesus is King and then even longer for, like, Life of Pablo, <laughs> yeah. like, it was, yeah, it was never going to happen. But, yep. I mean, people people say, I don't know, some, some, like, Taylor Swift fans or something said some crap about how Kanye didn't drop because he was scared Taylor would beat him. Kanye doesn't care about that stuff. And even if he did drop, Juice World still was number one that weekend. Like Logic didn't beat it with his drop. Taylor didn't beat it. So it's like, yeah. But I, yeah. I think I think Kanye is definitely beyond caring about that kind of stuff nearly as much as he used to. But his presidential yeah. campaign, man, that is that's really interesting because I don't know. Some people probably think it's like another marketing ploy for like his album. I personally think it's like a bipolar episode. He's um in yeah. like his manic phase. I think that's the pretty general um thing, but it's still messed up that people don't like I, I don't know. I feel like people aren't really taking it as that and they're like flaming him and saying it's like the real Kanye or something. And it's like, dude, if you've ever like met a person or like if you have a, a close loved one with a mental illness like that, like yeah. it's it's not something to like joke around about. Like he needs some serious help and I, I it looks like he's got it and he's doing better now from from what I've seen. But yeah, man, I don't, I don't know. And his whole platform too, cause I, yeah, I, I don't want to get into it too much, but it's like, it's his platform was really in, like parts of it were interesting and I agreed with, and then other parts were just like, what are you saying? Like who, who told you this kind of stuff? So it's just, yeah, I don't know, man, but I, I don't know. I, all I want to say at the end of the day is his tweet. I can beat Biden on Ryden's is a fire bar. And I hope that that that's <laughs> be on one of his future projects. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I think, I don't know. I was reading that he, he had said, I'd read that he had said, or not that he had said, but people, people around him and familiar with like, you know, I guess his, his bipolar, I guess, I guess it's bipolar. I mean, I think we should be more, I guess more accepting when he says, when he does stuff like this, because, you know, and we, that's how, that's how we should treat it. Right. We shouldn't just flame him right out the gate. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's a difficult situation for sure. But I also, I also think it'd be very interesting, very interesting to have him kind of as maybe run. I don't know. I don't know if he's serious, if he's really going to do it, but I thought it was interesting at the least. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we'll we'll see, man. He said also if he doesn't win this year, he's running again in twenty twenty four. So we'll see, dude. Hey, I dude, I like the spirit though. That's the fighting spirit. That's the that's the spirit of Kanye West right there. So. There you go. There you go. There you go. Um, and then I also wanted to talk a little bit about this. Um, so you had already you had already alluded to this part, but um, like you had said, Taylor Swift had dropped on the day that Kanye was supposed to drop. But we had known about, you know, the release date, July 24th, question mark, mystery um, for Kanye West was for Donda was going to be July 24th. But then Taylor Swift on the night of the 23rd announces that she's going to just she's going to drop the, you know, a bomb on the world with her new album. And so do you think that was kind of like maybe do you think that pressured him? Because you had talked about you said you didn't really think so. But I I don't know, maybe the night before you'd be like, oh, man, she just dropped and we're kind of not we're not friends. So I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't think Kanye and Taylor are, are really that petty. I mean, who, who, I actually, maybe, I, I don't know. Man. <laughs> it's, hard, it's hard. It's hard to say, honestly, but I, 
I I really believe that Kanye had no intention of dropping, and it was just another one of his. Or maybe he did have the intention, but he like found something he didn't like and now has to rework the whole album because that's what he does every single time. So yeah, <laughs> no, but I saw this funny um this funny post on the Kanye subreddit where it was like comparing Kanye's drops to Taylor's, and it was like Taylor she she like gives a date, drops merchandise, drops a single, drops like all this stuff. And Kanye just does nothing and just says he's going to and then never does. And it was it was just sad, man. It's like I'm I'm a Kanye, I'm a Kanye fan, not as big as as like some people on there, but I still feel the pain, man. It's yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh uh, shoot, I don't know. Have you seen the um? So I, when I was looking this up, did you see the video on the of the VMA awards when he went up there? Oh, that's a classic. That's a I I've never seen that until today. Really. And, yeah, I never, I never seen that until today, and so I watched that, and I was like, "He's a legend for this." I mean, I, I think how awkward was it? Because you, you could see Beyonce's face afterwards. Like, yeah, but how awkward would that be? Oh man! Gosh. But, yeah, Kanye was but, on something that night, bro. He was. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> uh, that was that was just like he must have been writing a beautiful dark twisted fantasy right then. So yeah, just, I think it was he was just all over the place. Yeah, definitely. Okay, um, great. Still love it. I'm I'm waiting for Donda. Hope hopefully we can get it soon. But I'm not gonna expect it. I'm just gonna hope for it. Yeah, I um, think that's good. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should. Yeah, we'll leave it at that. Um, next thing here, uh, J Cole released a pack, two song pack, released re- uh, recently. Um, it's called Lewis Street. I don't know if that's gonna be the same name for the album or not. Um, but what are your thoughts on those two those two tracks? I gotta be real. I have not listened to it yet. I I like J Cole. Okay. I'm not the biggest fan, but I will. I'll give it a peek. What did you like yeah. it? I'm guessing you did. Yeah. Um. The the first song. There's there's two songs. It's like one of them is like Lion King on Ice. I think is the second song, and the first song is the climb back. And I thought the climb back was really that was produced really well, and I also thought the the lyrics were were great as as well as always. I mean, mm-hmm. that's that's just who he. That's my opinion. That's just who he is. But um. He had said that he was taking. J. Cole had mentioned that he was taking his time on the album, and that is no problem for me. Like, just take your time, give something excellent, and we, the fans, will be stoked. Mm-hmm. Fans will be excited. So, yeah. Um, no, no, definitely. Was, uh, oh, I'm sorry. I was just gonna say, if you're if you want to talk about someone waiting on like taking their time on an album, look at K. Dot, dude. That man hasn't even given us a single in years. <laughs> <laughs> or Frank Ocean. Yeah, well, at least Frank dropped like two singles, and yeah, yeah but, I that's mean, true. He, that's yeah, true. his is really bad too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, I guess another artist that we've waited, I don't know. Technically, his last album, I guess they said, was a playlist, an OVO playlist. But the, the next artist we're going to talk about is Drake. I I had read through the grapevine that his that people familiar like with recording and around him, someone had I think it was his manager actually that said. He's basically ninety percent done with his album, so that could be very good news, but that could also be bad news because he might want to like tweak it a ton. So I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I believe it. He obviously just had those two new songs with DJ Khaled drop. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, I, I think he's he's definitely been working on some stuff, and I wouldn't be surprised if we get it before uh, a new album before the end of the year for sure. But yeah, yeah, I was. Like you, like you had mentioned before the end of the year, I was re- I saw some things that were saying like we would have summer Drake again, really, and he would he would release you know end of August, early September, um, but you know September's kind of pushing it for summer, but um, 
I was I was hoping it would be sooner than later, but also too same situation with Jay Cole. Take your time, give us something great. So yep, definitely. And then I I just wrote down some artists here that I've been listening to some of the new uh, new music, new singles that they have been dropping. Um, also too, uh, please feel free to share what you had. But like Billie Eilish, uh, she dropped something recently. Disclosure, Bastille. Um, Glass Animals actually has been going insane recently. Yes, so sir. Yes, they sir. um they released this song. I think it was just a couple di- very fresh song. I, I know that. Um, it's also incredibly loud. And then they have some other singles that they've been re- that they've released that have been you know kind of in the rotation on Alt Nation, and really really good stuff. So yeah, I've been listening to them. And then the neighborhood you had mentioned Don Tolliver earlier. And Sam Smith, so so some huge names have been releasing some stuff, so mm-hmm. that's great. Yeah, I gotta give a couple of these a listen still, but I yeah, I'm a huge Glass Animals fan, and yeah, their their singles uh, before their new album coming out have just been insane. Like yeah, your Deja Vu is just such Deja. a sick song. So I mean, Tokyo yeah. Drifting's obviously beast too, but yeah, like I literally every one of their singles I've loved, and I'm so excited they're back because their last album in 2016 was like kind of a soundtrack for my high school experience. So yeah, getting a new one, I'm, I'm super psyched about for sure. And you, you can't hate on this art. Like the art for their singles Facts. is like, if we get anything close to what the album is, it's like, okay, this is kind of cool. It's like, it's kind of psychedelic. It's kind of mm-hmm. like, it looks like a clay sculpture almost, but it's not, I don't, I don't know. I don't even know how to describe it. Yeah. It's like, it's like vaporwave kind of. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's super cool. And then also, yeah, I really like disclosure a lot too i haven't like listened to them nearly um as much as i think i should because i they're super talented and, uh and stuff but i gave uh their new like they've, they've been dropping a couple singles recently like you mentioned um yeah their newest one is definitely fire i i, I might pronounce it wrong is it is it dua do you have any idea dude I have, no, I have no idea how to pronounce it i just listened to it it's great yeah it's fire do do hard i don't know but it's fire like you mentioned it's d-o-u-h-a and it's great <laughs> and then the other singles on this little uh like I, they must be having a new album soon or something but because they've been dropping singles but this other one my high is just gas dude I, I listened to this at the gym it's such a banger highly recommend if if anyone's looking for for a new banger in their lives <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right um any anybody else anybody else before we move forward yeah i mean i i yeah i mean i there's been so much good new music recently i do want to touch on uh billy's thing quick too because Mm -hmm. yeah her Mm -hmm. new song listened through a couple times really good um the like the beat switch up in the middle is crazy yeah i was gonna say it does have a nice switch up so if you if you listen to it you don't really like it at first stay stay (laughs) on it yeah definitely but yeah her voice is just so powerful man like she yeah extremely talented and her brother phineas too a beast producer and beast artist as well so yep yeah no i that's that's all but yeah these other artists that uh, we talked about i have to give a little more attention for sure because there's a lot of great music on this list yeah back to philly Eilish. i saw i saw like a thread or something that that had mentioned that i think it was a twitter thread that had mentioned that she has fallen off, and I'm like, that's just not true. <laughs> what? So I, I'm like, that's just, that's uh, just not true. So, um, yeah, she released some new music, um, a lot of new great singles. So go check those out. Um, but I think we're ready for hilarious news stories. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. 
Um, the very first, the very first story here, a little old, um, but also it's kind of come into fruition because I saw it on TV the other day. Yeah. Um, this is coming from USA Today. Uh, Shaquille O'Neal, the former uh, Lakers basketball player, and Papa John's Pizza have launched what is called the Shacaroni Pizza <laughs> with um, the company's. Oh, all right. Let's say let me, uh, let me actually <laughs> with the company they have the company's largest slices. So the pizza, instead of 10, it has eight slices now. And I pray for the, I pray for the workers that they have to ever make one of these, but apparently they count the, the numbers of the number of pepperonis pieces on the pizza. I guess there's 66 on the big shack pizza. Um, so I pray for them because that would suck if you had to count <laughs> all of those. Um, but uh, I, I saw the commercial, the commercial's hilarious um as usual i mean you see Shaq on the internet you see him doing commercials for everything so i i think this is a great great business move i guess by um papa john's because his face is so recognizable and he's a down-to-earth like hilarious guy but yeah i thought this was funny dude i really want to try it man it look it looks really good but yeah <laughs> I think I think Shaq has been a great uh, great spokesperson or whatever for for Papa John's and yeah I think a, a little collab like this is uh, is a great move for sure. Yeah. All right. You want to take this next one? Yeah. So this one is a little darker. <laughs> or not? I mean, it's still funny, but someone just a tad. Yeah. But anyway, this guy. Uh, there was a there was a man in China who. His bladder burst uh, after he held in his urine for 18 hours after a late night of drinking. Um, so, yeah, this is just a cautionary tale. Uh, make sure you break the seal next time you're drinking. You don't need to hold it in. But he, uh, yeah, he like passed out drunk. And the next day, yeah, his, his bladder burst <laughs> in three places and he had to go to the doctor. But he has made a full recovery. So, yeah, just... Just make sure you you uh, let everything out when you're when you're having a night of drinking. And also, if you eat the big uh, shakaroni pizza by yourself, be careful because your stomach might burst oh, as well. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, and then, dude, you gotta tell us. You gotta tell us what the heck is happening here with this alligator. Um, our first Florida story of the week, I might add. <laughs> yeah, we always gotta have our Florida stories, but this one. Uh, there was a gator that showed up on a family's porch. You know, no surprise, lots of gators. But this one, actually, <laughs> no this one had some missing limbs. Uh, it was it was missing like its its uh its front two legs, and the people thought it was uh, probably because of uh, a fight with another gator. But I guess we'll never know. But it was relocated um to a to a new home at Croc Encounter, so it's living a. Uh, a much better life uh, than out in the wild with uh, without any limbs. <laughs> oh my gosh! All right, um, I uh, I was gonna say something about Happy Gilmore. I know there was a scene where the alligator, oh, like, true, had ripped off like a limb. Like, didn't he rip off? He like bit the... off the instructor's hand, right? Yes. <laughs> so I I think this might have been retaliation, but I, I'm not sure. Oh, maybe. <laughs> so. Um, we have another one for you, DJ Khaled. Another one, uh, another Florida story. Um, this one, I, I read this one. This one was pretty recent. Florida inmates help deputy help deputies rescue a baby accidentally locked in a, a, a hot car. Um, so there's there's a lot going on here. Um, number one, I guess rule number one would be don't you know don't accidentally lock your baby in the car because that's pretty bad. And then the second thing is I can't believe the deputies. They it looks like from a, 
the looks of it, it looks like these, you know, the inmates are actually like, they basically could take off if they wanted to. Like, I don't even think they had handcuffs on. And so they were trying to like help, like basically jar open the window. And it, it, it was like, it was like the inmates were students and the police officers were teachers. Very interesting dynamic. So yeah, was, definitely. I mean, very bizarre. Also, it's so weird to me that like these inmates are dressed like in the like classic jail uniform, yeah. and, like the white and black stripes. Like I thought it was all orange now. Like I haven't seen this. Yeah. It's like the you know like an like a seventies movie or something like that. So I don't know. I haven't seen I haven't seen that that since the Three Stooges. Facts, facts. <laughs> all right, um, I have I have nothing else for the show this week. We have nothing else for the show this week, but. Um, we just thought we would give you guys an excellent episode. On, yeah, uh, definitely. On second. No, it's it's good to be back for sure after a little, a little month long break. But yeah, hopefully we'll have some more consistent episodes now that we got some more sports content. Oh, thank, and, yeah, and stuff. That's, yeah, that's so true. Um, <laughs> yeah, now that we have sports, we actually have something to talk about. Um, so prepare to see us, I guess, hear us a little bit more often, a little bit more frequently. Hopefully, hopefully we can put on an episode like every week. That'd be great. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, Noah. Um, Great episode, my guy. Take care. You too, Grant.